Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. F U T. Hello, footies. Welcome along to your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting. We are Foot in Review. Powered by Foot Coaching. My name is Dan Wimbush. Welcome along to episode 69 of our fourth uh, fourth series. That is episode number 389 overall. It's February the 28th and we have got lots to get into. Plenty of silver content to dive into. We have all of the weekend's content, a couple of new Icon SBCs and lots more to dig into and get a full proper foot in review treatment. Remember, today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at manscaped.com. And if you're watching us over at twitch.tv forward slash foot coaching, you'll see an exclusive offer in the bottom left hand corner. And don't worry if you're listening on our podcast feed because you will get an exclusive offer of that and a full ad with all of the details a little bit later in the show. Just before we go any further, a big thank you to all our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. who go that extra mile to help support the show, in particular to Reese and Alma, who are our Skybox holders, the top tier of support. Again, head over to patreon.com forward slash foot in review for all of the information. As you can see, I am not alone. I'm joined by a man who's got a very great name, if I do say so myself, it is Danielle. Danielle, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Daniel. So great to be here. Great to be on air back again with you after our 1st of January podcast. Still much, much less hangover today, <laughs> on my side at least. So yeah, looking forward to discuss all of the new silver cards and all of the new colored uh, Man of the Match cards. Yeah, we've got plenty to discuss, as mentioned. It is a silver bonanza now the guys teed up on friday's show but danny over the weekend again just a glut of cards uh, the first and most obvious thing is are you really joining in with this promo or is the silver thing just not your thing yeah i mean love the concept if i had much more time to play than i actually have i would be collecting those but I don't see much more you can do with them more than collection, honestly. At this point in the power curve, those cards are nice, are cool to use, but they're not going to make any main team, I'd say. But it's a very, very interesting concept. So, yeah, why not getting in? If you have the time, I would be getting in myself if I had the time, but I don't, unfortunately. So if I get a little bit more time, I'll try to squeeze in my eight rivals games or my weekend league. So, yeah, unfortunately, no silver week for me. Yeah, this what about you, one, Dan? I was going to say, this seems to be one of the most divisive um, promos that we've had so far. I mean, personally, I'm a massive fan. I, I've been a, a frequent hangout of the Silver Lounge. I've got my uh, paid-up membership card, um, as myself and Chris frequently talk about on this show. I've always enjoyed sort of dipping in and, and just having a bit of a sort of a break from using my main team. So this promo is right up my alley. And some of these cards, I think, have been fantastic. I've really enjoyed not just the Silver Lounge, but the um, objective mode as well. So it's been fa fantastic for me. Again, I think we've had some cracking cards from a Silver point of view, but I very much get the other side of it. I understand people that are like, well, other than for these packs this week, you know what's the point um maybe we'll get a weekend plus 
objective where you get an extra pick if you use a silver team. But then some people are going to say, well, why am I going to put myself at a disadvantage by playing a silver team, even if we do have decent silver cards? So my big hope is that EA follow through with this and announce, you know, a lot of things that you can do with these silver cards, because otherwise I can see why a lot of people are just logging in at six and logging off again and sort of waiting for a bigger promo. But I've done, I think I've done every SBC so far. Um, again, I think there are fantastic, some fantastic ones. Again, those of you watching on Twitch, we'll be able to see in our little content panel all of the players, the new players that have come out, and we'll be discussing mo most of them over the next uh, 45 minutes or so. But for me, one of the most interesting, Danny, and again, I don't know if you've been looking, uh, our, what our good friend Tommy in the Discord pointed out tonight's content, Marco Royce, flashback card, 74 rated, as are all of these Silver Stars cards right midfielder but this card looks like one you could probably get away with in a, just a regular Bundesliga side to be honest when they, I really like the card I love especially from this promo the concept of having flashback silver rated flashback of top players like Royce like Pogba like De Bruyne that we had but at this point in the in the power curve I'm not seeing myself playing a winger with 83 dribbling mm. into a weekend league where he's going to play on the same side as Cancelo and he's not going to get the ball, honestly. He's not going to get near the ball if he's playing on the same side as Cancelo. Again, if you really like the player, I think he's more usable than the gold version, especially thanks to the pace boost. But I do not see him getting in many main, main teams, not even the likes of Pogba's and De Bruyne. I think we're going to see much of them in two, three weeks' times. No, I agree. But I certainly think this is a card that if you were going into, say, a swaps game or if there's an objective for a Bundesliga side, I, I don't think this card is going to let you down. But no, it's not going to uh, deliver on the same level as, a say, a Messi, for example. Yeah. But... I mean, it's there. It's as I said, it's a it's a good option, and I've done it again. It's you know what, twelve to fifteen k, depending on what format you're on, and I just like the fact that you've been for a hundred thousand coins, you've been able to build, you know, a, a fantastic looking silver team um, without terribly much much effort. What do you? Th I, I did hear an interesting. I was uh, watching Nick, Nick from the Foot Market stream earlier, and there was a question from one of his viewers along the lines of some people who have been regulars in the Silver Lounge this year, not particularly happy because they've grinded away all year for these objectives. And in the space of four or five days, everyone's been able to catch up. Yeah. Can you see why that's annoying? Or do you think, well, that's just part of FIFA? I totally get why that's annoying. <laughs> I totally think that that's part of FIFA as well. <laughs> now that's more, more, more to the point. If you grind it, I grinded a couple of those similar team of the week cards just for the occasional, uh, for the occasional silver beast grind to have one in stock. But I'm not a fan of the silver lounge. I don't go near it much often. But I totally get the point of those people that say, "Yeah, I've been spending all year, one time a week, to build my ultimate silver team." And now all of these newbies to the silvers, they come in and they swipe <laughs> the best cards ever. But on the other hand, the point is, 
Are you going to do much with those anyways? Are you going to play competitive mode with those? Even if we get a silver weekend league, do you really do you really want to go throughout the sweat of a weekend league with a silver team just to get back of, from it some more red picks? That would be probably yeah. a useless H2 centre-backs from some unknown leagues. Maybe come team of the season, we get the silver weekend league then, and then it becomes interesting. But these cards are going to suffer during team of the season <laughs> in weekend league. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to the point I was making earlier. If I really want to see EA follow up on this and not just abandon silvers, whether this promo ends in a few days or in another week. I would like to see more regular things than just you know the silver beast objective we get every two or three weeks or even a mm. weekend league. Plus, I would like to see more dedicated silver objectives. Again, whether we have you know the silver gauntlet that we have at the moment that's you know giving out what is it, an ultimate pack at the end of it. You know, yeah. I'd like to see that run every, you know, run it over a four week period all the time. At least give us something to go for and another you know, method to grind if you don't want to go through, you know, say, because one of the things is if you miss a weekend league at the moment and you've already qualified, you're kind of stuck because you can't do the playoffs. And obviously you've got to wait a week for weekend league. You've only got eight wins to get in rivals. Then what do you do? So I'd like to see more competitive modes, not just for silvers, but maybe a bronze mode or or a gold mode, just different ways, different competitive options for the midweek, I think, uh, are nothing but a good thing. And ultimately, you know, some will say, oh, well, EA don't want to give away too many packs. But there's a very tiny fraction of the player base that would be able to do everything. I know, you know, we were talking before we started about, you know, your own time crunch. People mm-hmm. haven't got the time to do all of these things. But having the options, I think, is a good thing. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun to have a silver weekend league like a parallel weekend league where you can only enter with silvers, you yeah. can only play silvers, and you get some other another set of rewards from the standard weekend league. And if you have all of the time in the world, you can play both. <laughs> if you don't, you can choose one and go for that. Absolutely, it would be a much more chill and casual friendly mode rather than the standard weekend league. But at the same time. Are EA going to work a lot on something that is free, cheap, doesn't take much time, and is casual friendly? Well, are you saying EA are only concerned with profits here? I mean, that's a bold statement to make. Yeah, that's something new. (laughs) Nobody has ever said that. (laughs) Well, let's, let's talk a couple, let's have a little bit of time just on a couple of other of these cards. Um, yeah. Paul Pogba was another big one that was released over the weekend and caught a lot of eyes. A lot of people saying again that this card is actually better than the gold card. I mean, you can see why. I mean, it's only minus one on the pace, but it's got plus two passing, plus one shooting, plus three on the physical, and plus two on the dribbling. Again, you lose 10 points on the def- uh, and you gain, sorry, 10 points on the defending scale. So a pretty comparable card there, but again, it's a Pogba card, and unlike De Bruyne, who seems to be at least quite meta, Pogba just doesn't seem to be meta no matter what you do to the card. I don't totally agree there. Okay, He has some meta traits, and you see him a lot on your 
average meta team, like the one with all of the Benyaders, the Mendes of this world, the best gold meta card. You see him a lot, the five-star skills, being tall in defense. If you are one of those players that do not use their center back, not even to save their own life, and you use only your CDM, his defending stats wouldn't be much of an issue. So I, I see him, I still consider him quite meta, to be honest, Mr. Paul Pogba. Fair. And a fan favorite. Fair. I do think the the pace holds him back, and the and the stamina as well on this card is really noticeable. Um, I've been using yeah. him. Uh, the agility and balance, not quite there either. But he he's a he's decently rounded, and especially for you know again, I can't have too lofty an expectation for a silver card. But I think you know he's he's got value, and again, I think the links alone make him worth doing. But I can absolutely see why maybe. You know, people might shy away from it and not enjoy it quite as much. Yeah. I think the card that's sort of put it into focus for me is Cyprian, who came out the day after, again, another French central yeah. midfielder. But this card, I think, again, somebody tweeted out, and I apologise, I can't remember who it was, said that I think he's got the 100, I think he's 117th in the entire game for total stats. This guy is Hullet Gang. We're still being a silver card. Would it be the first Gullet Gang silver? Got to be. Ever? Got, got to, to be. be. I don't I know can't... if last year we got some some of those, but yeah, I can't think of any. I mean, again, this the card just, just feels fantastic. And, you know, we talked about whether you would see Royce in a team. I, I could very much see this being in someone's league and team. Again, I think there are better options, don't get me wrong. But again, yeah. I think if you ha were in a jam and you needed, you know, a strong link for someone like Iyeda, I think you could play this card with a shadow and it will do a very decent job. Fair, fair. He would do a decent job. Still, we're talking about the center mid with 80 stamina, which could be a problem. Yeah, especially agreed. outside of the silver lounge. But yeah, no, I, I, I totally get what you mean. It's it's very cool cards. I think if this promo came four months earlier, I'd be loving it. Yeah. And we'd be seeing loads of these cards in main teams. Problem is, now, after all of these amazing promos we had, yeah, I, I struggle to, to get attached to it, to be honest. Again, I, this I... card looks amazing. Honestly, yeah. good passing. He's not excellent in anything, I'd say, but very good overall. So, yeah, I think it's a must-do if uh, if you are spending any amount of time in this silver mode. Um, and again, if you're running a league gun team, I think it's a very viable option. I think someone again that makes a strong case for actually getting into your team on a regular basis. If I can find him on this screen is uh it doesn't need to be on this bit of the screen which is annoying um that's because i'm sorting by popular rather than new my footbin new uh -huh. is showing there uh is rico henry uh the brentford yeah. left back again 95 pace as a left back the passing lets this card down being just 73 but when you compare him to the options available in the premier league for left back I, again i think he holds up pretty well Yes, if you compare him to, well, 
Cancelo since we spoke about him? No, he doesn't. Of course, he doesn't. Nobody does. But if you compare him to a Maxwell Cornet, I was just comparing the total stats of Henry and Cornet. And to be honest, he's definitely stuck, stuck up. So, yeah, that's yeah, I mean, a the, good the, option. The comparison we've got on the screen, again, you see Cancelo miles clear. Um, yeah. But if you compare him to an Alex Tellez, who, again, admittedly is a live yeah. card, again, it's there's not a million miles in it, especially well, when you if you do boost that passing. Um, I'd again, actually for, take him over Courtney, to be honest, for okay. him, which is a fairly popular card. Better dribbling, better reactions, more or less the same defending, better pace. He's got everything you want in a fullback, to be honest, this card. Yeah, he feels very good in the game as well. He had a uh, he was an, an objective yeah, milestone player in the championship last year that was was quite popular and um, part of the second batch. Um, and again, was used by a lot of decent players for his links. So again, go get this one done. The this Rooney one link from last year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this uh, again, you have to go into the silver lounge to get this one done. Um, a few different objectives on that again. Hello to Footman, or just log on to your console. I'm not going to go through them all here, but I got it done in about 45 minutes. Um, it's not, not, I don't think any of these cars have got a, a lot of difficult objectives attached to it. Um, the only one that, that may cause there's a couple that need outside the box goals, but the good thing about playing in the silver lounge, Danny, is that the goalkeepers aren't as good. So it's actually easier to sort of finesse into the top corner with a lot of yeah. these, you know, with the likes of the De Bruyne card. Um, we didn't have many promo goalkeeper. We didn't have any, probably. No, right. no. And they None don't boost their reactions anyway, so. No, exactly, exactly that. And the other one, you know, well, there's two players. I mean, Shirky, in brief, five-star, five-star. Young. <laughs> of course. Again, a must-do. You have to go into the Silver Lounge to get it done, but there's not much I need to say about it. It's a it's a five-star, five-star player in the Silver Lounge who's got high 80s in most of the key attacking categories to go get it done. And this guy as well, uh, I'm going to butcher his name. Is it Lech? Leech? What do you think? I, I can help you with the French guy <laughs> or the Italian guy, but I'd go for Leicht. That is no. much better than I can do. So we'll no. go with that. Uh, 95 pace uh, for a centre-back. Yeah. Again, just fantastic. I mean, if you were looking for a pure pacey German, you would probably go for a Klosterman card. But again, I think, if again, to sound like a broken record, it's a must-do silver card. If you've got any desire to do silver objectives, we had uh, the Schlotterback. Mm -hmm card as well earlier in the year if you've got that or if you've got him from one of the silver stars player picks sbc's you know great link right there again just go out and get this card done today's show is brought to you by our friends from manscaped.com and if you don't remember manscaped they are the best with under the belt grooming for men so they brought a new device, the Lawnmower 4.0, which is really nice, lightweight, 
perfectly able to do uh, to use under the shower, very silent, so no one's actually going to notice what's going on there. And it keeps everything under the belt in tip-top shape. So go to manscaped.com and use our special code FUT20 for 20% discount and free shipping. So check out manscaped.com, use your code FUT20, FUT20, for 20% discount and free shipping. T, 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 so let's talk these brand new Champions League Man of the Match cards. Danny, one standout player in particular, that's N'Golo Kante. Talk us through him. So 1 million one on PS5 right now, 1 million on Xbox. So that says pretty much everything you need to say about this Kante. Yeah, fantastic card. I'd love to have it. Of course, it's no, it's not going to be as good as the team of the year. But for a third of the price, um, I think it's fine. Yeah. It's only ever the it's it's just the passing that always seems to let a Kante card down. But again, like I say, it's been boosted to a point when this card, where you can get away with it for all the other strengths you get with a Kante. Yes, and he he's passing. You need to you just need to be careful how you use him. He actually has eighty four vision, eighty nine short passing 85 long passing if you're not trying to be too fancy about what you do and you do not try any complicated through balls or anything too weird you can get up you can you can get get by with this with this pace with this passing actually in my yeah. opinion very much agree and again i don't think there's much more to say about about the card to be honest Looking at the other players we've had out, the only other one I think that might wander into people's teams is a 91-rated Virgil van Dijk. A lot of people immediately jump at the lack of acceleration. Have you used a van Dijk card this year? I've not used a van Dijk card, but I've used a very good number of of centre-backs with unbalanced pace like he has with very much a high sprint speed and low acceleration. If it's compensated by good agility, you can get by. At this point in the game, I think you can pay quite quite a bit for a card that has 69 it's acceleration when you have an Mbappé with 99 pace running in behind. Yeah. It's very much complicated. Again, if you're a good defender, you defend deep, you do not try to press too high. I think it can be okay. Maybe people, surely, many people are much better defenders than I am, so they can make a better use of it. But I prefer a bit more pace of my centre-backs right now. What about you, Dan? What do you think? You've pretty much taken the words out of my mouth. Again, if you're defending deep and you're someone that really knows how to master your centre-backs, he has... The- one of the best abilities. I used his goal card for quite a while at the start of the game and I thought he was fantastic. But yeah, he is going to get done for pace. You know, you've got a lot of 95 plus pace attackers now. So you've got to be very careful with him and that agility and balance doesn't help him. But as as someone to stand somebody up, I think he's great. And it's great to talk about those kind of traits because I wanted to look as well. Actually, one one little point. So he's basically... The FIFA equivalent of a championship, a championship centre back who likes to stay in the box and head balls away. Whoa, more on, or less. Not, 
Let's, that sounds disparaging to the championship, best league in the world, while we're in it. Um, but you, you talk about Van Dyke and pace and things, and I did a one-minute review on Marcel Desailly, uh, whose prime mic on SBC dropped over the weekend. Again, you can check that out over on our TikTok channel, over at YouTube as well, uh, all of the foot coaching channels. My lovely face is available. Um, my face for radio. But Desai, when I was talking about Desai and you talked about being someone to defend deep and the agility and balance, I think this Desai card has a lot of the same flaws as that Van Dyke card. He is a bit quicker. But what would you say to someone that's thinking about completing Desai? Is he worth it at this stage of the game cycle? I'd be much more tempted to complete Desai. My problem with Van Dyke was not like the overall lack of pace, but was just the unbalance of the pace so the 69 acceleration that you can boost up to a 79 honestly i take at least pace wise i i take desai over him and desai always have i used i used him a lot last year especially the prime icon moment he has a special sauce in defending he looks i don't know he looks more elegant more classy like he looks like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he, he does. Have, he does have special sauce. And I said earlier, if you can pair him up with somebody quick, yeah. he's going to be usable through to, to team of the season. Again, if he is one on one with an Mbappe, <laughs> he's not going to catch him. And the agility and balance, both being below sixty, don't help him at all there. But as I said, if you've got the right players around him and you know how to use a slight, and he's not slow, he's just slightly slower. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's an outstanding card. I mean, value wise, 760,000 coins on PlayStation, 802 on Xbox. So he's slightly above market value. But if you can get this card done for 350,000 coins, I, I think it's worth doing. Three hundred and fifty thousand, how much? With fodder, much with fodder, I think. Yeah, Again, okay. if you can sort of yeah. knock, if you have to spend three hundred fifty thousand coins on this card, I think you've got yourself a decent defender. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I say you, you, I'm not been thinking about center backs too much because I completed the two SPC for the Manchester United bad boys that we got lately. So I'm... the showdown, Bayi and Mister Varane. I packed an untradeable team of the year, Marquinhos, as well, who I'm playing in midfield. So I think I'm set with centre backs <laughs> for a while. Let's say uh, again, and if you if you have that kind of luck and you've done those kind of cards again, I think this will struggle. But if you missed out on Varane, say you didn't have enough coins or fodder at the time, I think this yeah. is a good player. Again, the, the links being French are fantastic. Um, yep. And he's not going to let you down. But again, if you have got the likes of Varane, Bailly, Marquinhos, again. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the, the general problem we're getting to. I mean, there was a big rumour that uh, Prime Icon moments were due to be released this weekend. It's, that seems to have been pushed back. Uh, again, depending on the, the various things, it could be as soon as this, this, this weekend. But the leak has been a mm -hmm. bit more unreliable yeah. in the past couple of weeks, Danny. I think they're, yeah. uh, the EA are fighting back a bit. We, we've got uh, the famous, the infamous R9 SPC, never <laughs> came, made the market spike for father, but never came. But yeah, no, to go back to your point about this, uh, one thing I really like in FIFA is to get my center back pairing settled as soon as possible. 
with untradeable cards so I can concentrate all of my coins in attacking players. Mm. That's why my go-to rule in FIFA, get the backline sorted, be happy with them. Anyways, we're playing for the fun of attacking more than defending in general. So I, I like, I, I can only be for people that say, I'm going to invest some father in this card. He's a center back. I'm set in that position because I prefer to have the possibility of chopping and changes up, changing up front rather than on the back line. But one other point is that I think with the power curve in the state that it is this year, icons are becoming less and less important in the game. What do you think about it? Honestly, uh, Desai is what probably the second, third best center back in the game, in icon-wise, who do you want more than him? Uh, Maldini, yeah, probably, and very few others. But can't, we are comparing him to Eric Bailly and the Saliba card and loads of, con- of cards. He's actually the second most expensive. So you were comparing the second most expensive prime icon center back to basically any average centre-back coming from an SPC from any promo. Yeah. I think the big problem with prices of icons is their scarcity because they just don't get packed as much. The algorithm, and I think it's a wider point we could go into with icons, but EA really need to up the pack weight of these cards to reflect their usability because, you know, Paul Skull's prime should be getting packed left, right, and center because it's just not going to go into anybody's team other than if you're a, a Man United past and present fan. Just lower the minimum discard, discard value of, of an icon to 25K and let people pack mid-skulls, a, a, a base in Zagi. Just, just let them let people have that. You know, you can still mess about with the pack weight the same way that it, you, you know, you never, you don't pack Furland Mendy anywhere near as much as you do a Kramerich, and they're both eighty three. Or a Gozens. <laughs> exactly. So you can mess about with the individual pack weights. I'm not saying R nine should be getting packs left, right, and centre, but no. you know, in September, October, you might use a mid Frank Lampard for a bit if he was getting packed yes. to the to the point where he was a hundred thousand coins. Not to the fact yes. he's so rare that he's actually still, you know, 300,000 coins, even though he's not, you know, super usable. So I think that the weight should be lowered. And again, I mean, what is a fair market value for Desai? I just said, if you can spend 300,000 coins, I think that's fair. But I would not want to go out and spend 800,000 coins on that. Because like you say, in a couple of weeks time or a month's time, there's going to be a much better option, probably for a quarter of the price. You can get an Antonio Rudiger for seven hundred thousand coins, and that's yep. some center back. Exactly, exactly. And there's so, be- and again, and that was a card that was released what six weeks ago. Just think, what yes. kind of card we're going to have six weeks from now when Foot Birthday's here? That was Team of the Year, though. I mean, yeah. it's still it's an honorable mention and whatever you want, but still, hmm. it's still that week. Yeah. <laughs> so. The other icon yeah. we've got up on the screen again for our viewers is Lota Mateus. He was the other icon SBC to come out this weekend. This one, even more expensive, Danny, coming in at an eye-watering 1.3 million coins. 
One of the best box-to-box midfielders in the game for me. But again, is he worth that kind of coin ex- you know, expenditure when we're talking uh, it's March tomorrow? So, yeah, I'm, I'm torn about Mateus. My point with Mateus, I didn't use him this year, but I used loads of his version in the previous cycles. And I find the difference between his mid and his prime huge. Huge difference. Like with other players, difference between versions often is not that much. With Mateus, is completely another player for me, and even more so for the for the um, the prime icon moment, Mateus. But in general, he's a very solid card. He's got all of the stats that you want where you want. He's a bit low on dribbling but he has more than enough pace to boost it with an engine. And the stats that he has low on dribbling are the one that get boosted with an engine. So I can, uh, if you want to set your box-to-box position with the Mateus, you are safe. On the other hand, we're getting loads of very good box-to-box players this year, left, right, and center. You can get the famous Cancelo that we spoke about three, four times already tonight to play box to box midfielder for 700, 600,000 coins or some. So, yeah, these icons are in for some big competition. Yeah. And again, I'm just comparing him now to Renato Sanchez, who is only about 100,000 coins, 200,000 coins more, uh, depending on what console you're on. And I know which of the two I'd rather have. Um, I, I agree with you. I mean, Mateus, again, I did a one-minute review on him today. I think he's a fantastic card. And again, if you can knock a big chunk off that price with fodder, he's not going to let you down. He'll last you through the team of the season. Um, I last used him, uh, I had the this version of this card and the Prime Icon Moments of FIFA 20. Didn't let me down at all. Buzzed around everywhere. Those defensive stats are absolutely on point. Again, the dribbling, like you mentioned, is a bit clunky, but you can fix that with an engine. So it's definitely worth doing. But again, 1.3 million coins, definitely not something you'd want to spend liquid um, and invest all into this card. I I think, again, you're going to have to knock at least sort of 50% off of that with fodder to make it worthwhile. And also, that you know, we mentioned Rudiger, but there's not a lot of great German cards this year. Um, that you're really going to want to get the strong links with Mateus too. So, again, I, I would be very careful about diving into this card. But if you are searching for that box-to-box option, you've been storing fodder for a long time. Again, I, I don't think he'll let you down. Totally agree with you. Totally um, agree with you. So, again, those two are available. If you do fancy the complete gamble... You can go for the ill-fated Prime Icon SBC. Danny, have you done it? And if so, who did you get? That's exactly where I went. I got Fernando Yara. So, yeah, not going far with him, especially with the list of centre-back that I told you before I have. But, hey, I'm, I'm here for a bit of gambling as well. I like my <laughs> Icon packs. I like... I like taking my chances on Icon Roulette. I've had some amazing luck last year. I was rocking a mid Hullet and a mid R9 in the same team for like probably four months or five. So, yeah, that was worth it. 
to keep the balance at the right point, I keep doing loads of Icon SBCs. And this year, I've not been lucky. I've got probably three, four usable players. And I've done probably 20 Icon roulettes. It's basically all I do in S- with, with my father. Yeah, I mean, I got super lucky with R9 um, from the mid earlier this year. I did, however, manage the other day to do a mid-prime upgrade and get a dupe prime Fernando Torres, which was fantastic. Um, I've got Kaka prime. And I did do this Icon SBC, which is coming in around about half a million coins. Um, by beware, I think there's only, you know, thir- about, I think there's 30 above the price point of this SBC at the moment. Um, and of course, the chance of hitting some of the big guns are a lot less. So, you know, the odds are not in your favor here, but let's yeah. say say that. But I got um, Prime David Beckham, who is about the same cost as the SBC. So he's usable. He's not super meta, but I didn't actually mind getting him. I think he'll sit on my bench and he's good for objectives and stuff. So, again, it's a bit of fun. We've had much more expensive ones out there, so... You can do that. We've also had today the 85 times 3 triple upgrade, which is coming in at uh, around about 75,000 coins. Don't do this. if you Well, do this, but don't open it now because, again, yeah. aside from Man of the Match cards, nothing um, in packs that are worth doing. So, again, wait and see what we get this Friday um, or a Friday after. But, again, they're always worth stocking up on to uh, to have another look. But that just about wraps up all the sort of meaningful content that we wanted to get to. A couple of other points just wanted to touch on Danny again, uh, as someone that is a well-known menu grinder, it's a fantastic opportunity right now. If you're a bronze pack method person, um, if you're just clearing out your your club, because for four common bronzes, you can get three rare silvers. You can then pump those into the 81 plus double upgrade which we got over the weekend. Now you can, which requires a team of 11 rares, uh, either silver or gold. So for the cost of what, 12, 16 common bronzes, you can get yourself two eighty-one <coughs> players. So definitely worth doing. It has a limit of 10 times that you can do it. Definitely do all 10. And again, I say save the packs unless you're grinding towards one of these icons. Um, but yeah, get on the bronze pack method because Doing these silver upgrades allows you to do the league SBCs a lot quicker, a lot cheaper. And from that, you will generate fodder for your club. Um, and people are buying bronzes and silvers as well. So you will tend to make your money back. So I would just say, if you do go uh, grinding the menus, it is a fantastic week to do so. Hammer as many of those silver upgrades as you possibly can. Empty your club of off-league bronzes right now um, would be my advice. Um, I really uh, miss my menu grind. I really do. Don't have much time to do it now, but I was a big fan of it. Yeah, it's again, I, I think it's the best time in the year so far um, to go and do it. But I'll move on because time is rapidly getting away from us. Uh, we have had a couple of questions in the and comments in the chat over on Twitch. Thank you very much for joining us. Flint uh, said, Icons need a boost to make them more relative. I would remove base and mid and keep as prime and moments to make them more useful. What do you think about that, Danny? Would you be a fan of seeing someone rock up with a moment's R9 against your gold starter squad? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's not something... No, I don't think injecting I took Icon moments in the first day 
of the cycle is a good idea. On the other hand, I think, as, as I said before, something around icons should be done. At this point, I think this IE should still be a card that you aim to, the second best icon center back that you can have in game, and not something that is actually just one other center back. At least pump them up a bit, maybe the primes, or maybe, as you said before, make them more obtainable, make them more packable, so that we can have some variety in squad building. Yep, I agree. And Flint has also said, uh, if EA did something like this promo at the start of the game with bronze and silvers and made it to build your way to gold, I would get on board with it and I think it'd be way better. Again, I, I would love to see this promo or a version of this promo go in the first week. I think it would be you know, great to rock a baby De Bruyne in September, October. Um and they, they very much would be usable cards as well. Yep. Um, and Flint's also just come back on what we've just been talking about. Uh, Daddy's just said, do you not think, though, that icons should be the best of the best? Should they be the very best cards in the game? I'm really struggling to say that today Bay is a better center back than Nesta. It hurts my mouth. It hurts <laughs> my brain. I cannot, I cannot accept it. It makes me mad, but that's a more wider point on what has been done to icons in general, because there are some, arguably, some of the best players in each position are never usable in FIFA for nothing. So I think icons need some of an overhaul to make them the best of the best, as they should be. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, I can't, as a as a proud England fan, I can't stand the fact that Bobby Moore is one of the biggest jokes in this game. Uh, a man that, you know, the likes of Pele, greatly respected as one of their toughest opponents, should not be less usable than Silver Star's Jake Cooper, who I watched as a Reading fan. <laughs> and I can tell you, I'm sorry if this is controversial, that Jake Cooper is not as good as Bobby Moore. I let that sink in to our shocked <laughs> audience. Um, but look, I, I, I think it's 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 a broken record. I think we very much agree, Flynn. It, it's a broken record at this point. Icons need looking at. They desperately need retooling. But I suppose the counter-argument, Danny, is that EA have backed themselves into a bit of a corner because if every icon was as good as it should be, these roulette packs would have to be either not in the game or stupidly expensive. That's that's a very good point, but maybe we can have a different approach to these roulette packs with different prices for the different ratings of icons. If ratings meant anything, of course, because mm. they clearly don't, but they could find another way if they wanted to. Do, Do I think, think they want to? I doubt that. Would you go and spend a million coins on a baby icon SBC if you guaranteed that the card you would get would be usable, even if you didn't know what it was? 100% of the time. Yeah, I think I agree. 
<laughs> I think I agree. Um, but let's move on. Again, time rapidly running away from us. We have had some other questions as well. Uh, Nick from Denver has sent one in saying, I use two, basically says, I use two mid icons as fodder on my way to the Pride Micron Pack and got Maldini. Do you think that you get better card? Basically, he's asking, do you get a better card back if you use better cards on the way in the SBC? I used loads of good cards in my way to my icon roulettes, and I don't see any correlation with that. I tend to put all of my untradeables in, promo cards, objective cards, everything that if, if I want to do an icon, I'll put everything I have in it. And icons that I got from the previous the roulette packs as well, of course. And yeah, I don't see any difference in my pack look. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I have to agree. I think this is one of those um, situations. Yeah. It, so, again, I've mentioned on the show before when I did R9, I created an entire squad full of Brazilians before I opened the pack and then <laughs> got it. But I don't think that actually had any impact on it. But I think, you know, I will forever do that as a myth. I think it's just one of those superstitious things. If you submit high rated players in something and get one back in your mind, you're like, well, that was the reason for it. Um, you know, same way you think, oh, if I put a slightly scratched pound coin into a slot machine and win the jackpot, maybe it was that coin going in. Um, yeah, I don't think it was scratched. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's, um, I don't, unfortunately, Nick, I don't think there's any correlation, but um, you, know, so you, know, my you never know. So my these things is that if it was real random, we could study it with probability. It's a system made by a greedy company. So I'm sure behind that, there is something, there is some algorithm that is just trying to optimize revenues for them. Yeah. Everything we get in Pucklux is determined by that. And in a tiny percentage by randomness. I unfortunately have to agree. Um, so let's move on. Uh, John, okay, talking foot has said, I've asked this before, but we'll ask again for the average Joe and not for the elite players. How do we work around full press and why don't EA punish it more like they suggested it would be? Danny, do you have much problem with the, the players that seem to be playing constant pressure? Sometimes it's difficult, but I think it's part of the skill gap. Constant pressure, throwing the kitchen sink at your opponent is something that happens in football. If you learn tech techniques and tactics on how to play around it, it's, it's good for you and there are great occasions of scoring. I do not feel it as much of an issue. And I think it has to be there because if it was not there, everybody, as soon as they get the ball for the first time, everybody is winning. As soon as they get the ball at the start of the second half, they would never give you the ball back, which now is not feasible because we have the, the, the deterrent of constant pressure to turn on. I mean, it's there. It's fine. I do not have too many issues playing against it. If I can give a bit of advice, activate on the D-pad, the stay wide. Actually, yeah. best advice. Get Come with the community on foot coaching and our great coach John made a video on how to play 
out of constant pressure, that's the best thing you can do. But my personal approach is just to tell my team to stay wide, trigger loads of L1 runs because they're not tracked very well by the constant pressure while your R1 runs are. So loads of L1 runs, do not lose the ball and then do not concede. Yeah, and and again, I think a lot of it's mentality as well. When we've all been there, you're like, oh, I can't get out. Um, a, a little thing I would say, if you're having one of those spells, get the ball out and hit pause and just take a 30-second break to reset yourself mentally, maybe make a sub, have a have a drink of water, just to, you know, takes the, literally takes the pressure off a bit, like a timeout in, you know, basketball. And then you can just reset and just sort of, you know, you not feel like you've been literally sweating at your controller um, constantly. Mm-hmm. So, again, give yourself a mental break. Otherwise, I completely agree with all the points you've said. Um, keep it wide. Keep it calm. And, again, John has done a, a terrific video, which you get access to. Uh, again, if you're one of our patrons at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Uh, and, again, I do agree with you. I'm not sure it's too overpowered at the moment, although it can feel like it when you're trapped that way. I don't tend to come up against it too much anymore, um, which suggests to me that it has been nerfed enough. So, again, it's horses for courses. So I I totally get your point, John. Um, And Nathan Downs says, do we think that due to packs being so easily obtainable now, EA have cranked the pack weight down? I've done so many league SBC and barely had higher than the minimum pack rating. Danny, again, do you think they've maybe you know press the doom switch because of all these objective packs we have who knows what their doom switch does i have no idea what they do with with uh with the pack like really with the with the rate the packs give out and i didn't play much lately so i'm not in the best position to answer this question I, I think i've said before i think there are times where the the probabilities are changed and we just don't know what the weights are in these objective packs because they don't have to say unlike a store pack um i've said anecdotally i kind of agree with nathan i've not been seeing great returns and i've been grinding these spcs quite hard as, as i mentioned earlier in the show whether that's again just anecdotal or something yeah, i've done i don't know i don't again unfortunately there's just no way to answer um but look, you should at least break even on league SBCs at the moment. I said, especially if you go through the upgrade grind. So even if you're not packing the greatest things, you'll be at least packing enough fodder to keep you ticking over with these 83 rated SBCs um, and bits and pieces like that. So that just about wraps up all of the things. The, one last thing, Danny, before we go, what are you expecting next? from the promo bandwagon anything in particular you are looking forward to or expecting to see i really like foot birdie i think in foot birdie you get the best cards in the game because you get those nice five star weak foot five star we skill moves upgrades really looking forward to that what we're hearing on the market is on the leaks and on the twitter word about prime icon moments i'm very much curious to see what we get in there without going further because we do not speak about leaks and yeah no that's that's that are my two main points what about you yeah i mean so foot birthday last year was i think the 26th of march 
So I think we're still a good few weeks away from that. Um, whether we get, I think we got what if before it last year. I could right. see that coming back. I thought that was a nice promo. Um, I could very much see that making a comeback um, as a nice little one or two week promo filler um, in between. Or maybe we'll see something new. Um, it's always nice to see these new promos. Maybe we'll get some version of, uh, you know, maybe we'll get some version of Shapeshifters back. I don't know. I, I would quite like to see that. Mm -hmm. I know we've got rule breakers, but you know, I didn't feel like many rules were broken in those cards. Yeah, the Shapeshifter was better. Yeah. So hopefully some of that will come back. It is nice having a bit of the unknown. I think the leakers had, had got so much info in the run-up to Team of the Year that there was just no mystery anymore. Um, so it's nice been having a little bit of the surprise factor back. Um, I yep. know you could just not look at leaks, but I'm someone that, uh, you know, I'm like a moth to a flame. If it's out there, the info's out there, I have to see it. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been nice having those surprises. But yeah, don't expect foot birthday soon. Could obviously change. But again, it's always been end of March, start of April. So I don't think that will be next. Um, so again, that just about wraps up the show. Again, thank you to our friends over at manscaped.com who are sponsoring this episode. Again, a fantastic offer for you, which you've heard earlier in the podcast. And again, if you're watching on twitch.tv forward slash foot coaching, you can see a cracking offer. Again, I've, I've used their products. It is genuinely I say this without even being sponsored, fantastic. So certainly at least explore the option. Um, no pressure, but uh, the option, and it is a great deal available for our listeners and viewers. Again, give your support over at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. If you want to directly support this show with your hard-earned cash, we very much appreciate it. Tears start from just one euro, one pound, one dollar, whatever your denomination per week. And it all does very much help us. It helps pay for things like the mic I'm talking into uh, and the software I'll be using to edit this show a little later on. So again, thanks to Reese and Alma, the top tier supporters there. Thanks to everyone who's given us five-star reviews as well. All very much appreciated. Danny, anything to add before we go? Drop it. Drop it. Wow. I'm not quite ready to drop it yet. I um, was I'm too quick. About, oh, too quick. Quick off the oh, draw. Really? Uh, I was just going to uh, say... Where can people follow you on social media? I don't like to be followed. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, as well. We can find sorry, you in the lovely Discord, though. Went too we? quick. We can, you can find me as Danny Boy in the Discord. Come join us, guys. It's an amazing place to be. And it's an amazing place to share your thoughts and ideas about FIFA. Yeah, and remember, you can head over to footcoaching.com for all of your FIFA coaching needs, again, if you're scrambling to the coins to buy the player you think will make the big difference to your game, why not consider taking up John, Aaron and the guys over at Foot Coaching? They will help your game get to the next level. You can field them any inquiries. More than happy to answer any questions. Again, follow us at Foot in Review on Twitter and obviously at Foot Coaching as well. I am at Wimby on Twitter for things mostly related to FIFA, but often related to Reading Football Club as well. And uh, we will be back on Wednesday with John for another show. In the meantime, Danny, there is one thing we can left to do. Now you can say it. Now can I? Okay. Do it. <laughs> drop it. We are going to drop it. Drop it. F you. C. F you. C. F F F you. C. F you. T. 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 In a view. F. U. T.